good evening, you butterfly nights. I hope you all liked that, oh, let's call it personal introduction music. Yep, that's me on the piano. Surprise, surprise, 16 years classically trained. I do apologize for occasional thumping and bumping. There was no way to stop the noise from the sustain pedal or the mute pedal. I tried everything, so I apologize for that small detraction. And on a side note, the Miyazaki piano book just came in today. So I'm going to see how long it's going to take me to at least get one or even part of a song under my belt. So stay tuned, maybe, hopefully, let's cross our fingers. And let's get into the meat of tonight's episode. If I'm able, I usually try to have some kind of hook or a common theme uh, between the music or the subject matter and the, well, glitch in my brain. Best way to put it, I guess. And tonight, it's imposter syndrome. Yep, yep. Holy fucking shit, the imposter syndrome. It's the motherfucking bane of my existence. And here's the thing that really, really sucks. This imposter syndrome, that's a recent development. Before the copper toxicity kicked in, I never had a doubt in my abilities or my talents or even really who I was. I had fucking hard evidence of what I could do. I went to the fucking Peabody prep and I got my advanced two piano certificate. I got my intermediate two clarinet from the Peabody fucking preparatory. You know, I I won the Todd Armstrong Hall uh, band award my senior year of high school, you know, and that's fucking hard evidence. And for me, those were physical, oh gosh, like certificates or acknowledgements from other people, from masters that said, yep, yep, you belong here and we acknowledge you. We respect what you've done. And to me, it was proof that I could hold my own. You know, in band or orchestra, I had a couple of solos. I never had a problem with it. I loved performing in front of crowds. I competed. And even in class, in school, I wasn't afraid to ask questions. Heck, the best part is I didn't even have pressured speech. I don't know if you guys can tell, my, my speech is a little jacked up. My, I don't have really good fine motor control over my mouth anymore. So just as a side note, doing that piano piece was hard as hell. But as Dog Days of Podcasting is supposed to do, get you out of your comfort zone. Push you a little. So I guess thank you, Dog Days of Podcasting, for being a kick in my ass to do something different. And I ask myself all the time, what in the name of Tess Kotlipoka's obsidian mirror happened to me? I never had imposter syndrome. And until recently, even if it was there, I was never in a place where it would come up. So if you don't have anything to trigger the imposter syndrome, you don't know it's there. It's kind of like an allergy that way. So how did I realize that I had it? Well, my first indication was back maybe about four years ago, give or take. I changed jobs from an administrative assistant and moved into a configuration analyst position. I loved it. I took to that work like a duck takes to water. And I was picking up things fast and I was learning and I was really impressing people with what I was doing and my insights into my job. I noticed later on that In order to get to the level where I was performing just a couple months prior, 
I was having to put in double the effort, sometimes triple the effort, and I still wasn't hitting the bar that I had set for myself when I just started that job. You know, sometimes in business that they keep promoting you and keep promoting you until you finally suck at your job and that's where you stay or they fire you. So I was wondering and thinking and worrying that maybe I wasn't cut out for this job. Maybe that initial awesomeness I was operating at was a fluke. Then there was this D&D game that I was in. I was playing with a whole bunch of people, um, my husband, two buddies of mine, and our minion. And what happened was I played a, yeah, this is hilarious, a killer and dragon shaman. Yay, go me. I always like to play something a little, little fun, but quirky, but that's me. And I was not getting the same amount of XP as everybody else. I was always getting lower XP. I couldn't do strategy like everybody else did. I couldn't do negotiations, you know, verbal schmoozing, you know, intimidations and trickery. And in past D&D games, I could. I could play a bard. I could play a thief. I was really, really good at those characters. And I no longer could. I couldn't role play the personal interaction. And I couldn't think through all interesting and unique combat scenarios. I pretty much almost never spoke during the game more. And as the game went on and on and on, I got more and more quiet. So people in that game eventually were two, maybe three levels above me. And I brought it to the DM's attention and the DM pretty much told me, well, you don't do anything, so you get XP based on what you do. So yeah, that was another kick in my confidence and giving credence and empowerment to that horrible little voice. That voice kept telling me, you don't belong with real role players. They don't want you around. You don't contribute anything. You are not part of this group. And that feeling has stuck with me. Even now, I'm really blessed to be playing in a podcast. And I am incredibly lucky and incredibly thrilled to be part of a Let's Play, Actual Play, Shadowrun 5th Edition game with phenomenal players. But, you know... They're known personalities in the Shadowrun world. They've been published. They've been part of Shadowrun periphery media content generators. They're brilliant. They're fun. And lucky, they can actually remember the world. I remember reading the world of Shadowrun. I used to know the history. I don't anymore. It's gone. I've tried to get it back. I can't force the data back into my brain. I've tried. I really, really have. I've made notes. I've listened to podcasts and I've checked the wiki. But nothing wants to stick in my brain anymore. Well, nothing that I really want. And I feel so very small standing next to these giants, these icons, these artists that contribute to the Shadowrun world and contribute to the Shadowrun universe and have a mastery over much more of the history and the world and the mechanics. And so I, and so I have started to become more quiet, more silent, because I feel that any contribution that I make might bring the quality of what they do down. And I respect them all. I respect them too much to do that to their work. And so it goes. 
Before I close out tonight's podcast, I wanted to share with you the impetus for tonight's topic. I was driving home from work listening to Pandora and the song Typical by Mute Math came on. I'll link to them in the show notes. And a verse and the chorus really, really stuck with me. Now I've lived through my share of misfortune and I've worked in the blazing sun. But how long should it take somebody before they can be someone? Because I know there's got to be another level somewhere closer to the other side. And I'm feeling like it's now or never. Can I break the spell of the typical? So thank you, everybody. This has been Five Degrees Off Normal. I am the tiny Dalek Jules Watts. And the outro music for you is also going to be me playing another classical piano piece, or at least a small part of one. I hope you all enjoy, and I will talk to you all tomorrow. Good night.